Welcome to the What's Good Dough podcast and get ready to level up. But before we continue with the show, I want to introduce you to my two show sponsors, Uni Pizza Ovens and Cordo Olive Oil. Let's start with Uni. They are the number one pizza oven company in the world with the best community there is. Because of their ovens, I have made some of the most amazing pizzas. From round pies to squares, I'm able to get to temperatures of up to 900 degrees, allowing me to cook the pizzas of my dreams. If you're looking to grow your pizza business, buying an uni makes sense. My past guest Ryan of Sanctuary Pizza has a mobile catering company powered by uni. These powerful ovens are efficient, lightweight, and can be used almost anywhere. Whether you take pizza seriously like me or want to run a pizza operation like Ryan, uni is the choice for you. Use the link in the show notes and join the Uni community. My second show sponsor is Cordo Olive Oil. At first, I didn't believe that olive oil mattered. It wasn't until I got educated and learned about the difference between commodity oil and Cordo's fresh squeezed olive oil that I ditched the supermarket stuff. Today, I only use Cordo Olive Oil when it comes to making my dough and even doing a post-baked drizzle. Mm. I have even made some amazing pesto with it. Oh my goodness. Cordo's high-quality olive oil does really elevate anything it touches. My buddy Chris, who runs a slice of New Jersey, just switched over to Cordo. Not only is he getting quality, but he ended up saving money by switching over too. If you're still unsure of the difference, pizza operators can sign up for a free olive oil tasting. Use the link in the show notes to learn more. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my show sponsors and supporting this show. It's the world's biggest pizza party. That's how I want people to look at it. It's about having fun. It's about celebrating half the world's population. That was Christy of Real Clever Food. And it's your boy, Idrif. And you're listening to the What's Good Dough podcast. Whether it's dough, business, or life, my guests and I are always talking about ways we can level up. Many of you know how I feel about social media. Without it, I probably wouldn't have had access to all of the quality guests that I've had on the show. On the contrary, I cannot stand how social media is such a time suck and how I often compare myself to others. And since Christy is behind the wildly successful Instagram account, Real Clever Food, we talk about how she conquers the app. And no, this conversation isn't about beating the algorithm or getting more likes. No, we talk about the amazing impact she's able to make through Instagram without falling victim of feeling inadequate through envy or losing track of time. She gives great suggestions on how to manage this. The second half of this conversation is your official invitation to the world's biggest pizza party, Women's Pizza Month. Now, you can't show up to a party unprepared. So this episode is really going to dig deep about the significance of this event, how to participate, and the importance of it as well. I hope you enjoy this entire conversation, but if you want to jump around, feel free to take a look at the timestamps below. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to always ask, what's good, dough? I am excited today because I have the one and only Christy from Real Clever Food joining me on the podcast. Christy, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Um, the sun is finally out here in New York. I'm happy. I got my puppy here and he's being quiet. So that's always a win. And uh, I'm just, I'm always happy to talk to you, Idra. Thanks for having me here. And I hope you're having a good day. Uh, the day is just getting started for me, um, but the feeling is mutual for sure. I'm really excited to touch base once again and catch up, share bits of your story that we missed in the first part and learn more about what's going on and just what your plans are for the future. Sounds awesome. Cool. Well, there is one thing, uh, one question rather that I love to ask my guests. There's no right or wrong answer to this question. What's good dough? All right. Well, for 
this podcast, it's going to be the dough, and we'll get you know more into this, the dough that you're going to make a Women's Pizza Month dedication with. It's going to be that unique dough, that thing that highlights you as a pizza maker, that highlights the woman that you're dedicating that pizza to. It's it's going to be super special in March. So it's what's good dough is going to be that Women's Pizza dough. <laughs> We're going to get into that conversation a little bit later about why you should participate and how you should participate. Um, but get ready to make some amazing pizza this month for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I kind of wanted to bring things back a little bit because really as I was, you know, doing my research on you, I was looking at your Instagram page and I think you started like posting in the pandemic and from the get your pictures were beautiful, stunning. Clearly you've been practicing food, been practicing baking and pizza, and maybe you can just walk us back a little bit. Tell us about your upbringing, whatever you can include, and tell us, like, fill us in a little bit. We would love to learn more about you. I really appreciate all those kind words. You know, my history... I'm really blessed. My grandfather actually taught me how to make pizza and bread as a little girl. So my history and relationship with pizza goes way past, you know, before Instagram. But um, I guess when the pandemic hit, um, I was stuck, you know, at home or often just like everybody else. And I had recently acquired an uni oven and I was I've always been excited and passionate about pizza, but getting an uni oven just, you know, made took that to another level. I'm sure people who listen to this are pizza nerds, are pizza fans, and I think they could appreciate how, you know, much, you know, how much joy pizza brings. And I have to say, having, uh, you know, a, a high heat oven like the uni just brought that level of fun to, like, the max. And I wanted to share that a little bit. Part of the reason that I got an uni too is I saw other people using them on Instagram. I was, I guess, just kind of just lurking around. I wasn't really posting anything. And I wanted to join the party. I like It, it just seemed fun. And people were learning so much from each other. I wanted to contribute a little bit too. So I started posting on Instagram and I started to get really great feedback from people. And it was fun. I was learning a lot about other people, about dough, um, more about even myself and what I could contribute to this amazing community. And I have to say, the pizza community on Instagram, if you're not a part of it and you love pizza, you should become a part of it. It's the best place to be on social media. I've said it on the show plenty of times. I'll repeat it again. I have some of the closest friends on Instagram because we're building this community. And it's like, there is, you know, a good and a bad to it. But I honestly think if you'd use it right, the good outweighs the bad. And I'm happy that you found this. Thank you. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think a lot of us in the pizza community are helping to make sure the positive definitely will outweigh the negative. So if you are hesitant about coming onto Instagram because maybe you have a concern um, about what people might think of your pizza. Don't, you know, if anything, you're going to probably be more proud of your pizza by the time you get to know the community. And you'll be so surprised at how supportive and how, you know, engaged the pizza community is. I agree. And it's filled with passionate, loving people like yourself. And I'm glad because we need people like you to kind of take a lead on that. In addition to your positivity, I feel like you're always there to support, give advice, um, and share content. And I wanted to ask you, like, how do you manage all of that? Because I really do feel like part of the negativity of Instagram is one, you know, seeing others and and kind of comparing yourself right? That is a truth in my life, but also we hear of the studies of like, you know, teenagers who have a higher risk of suicide because of these social media uh, applications. Um, and so like, how are you managing your life in total to be able to give back so much to this community and live Christy outside of Instagram? You know, I, I, there are actually probably more hours in a day than people like to admit. 
and I try to pack my day as full as possible. Um, I like to start my day um, with intentions. Like I will have goals for myself. And I think when you do that, you actually accomplish more. And so every day I have a goal. I have things that I obviously have to get done. But yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think there is that trap on Instagram. When you look at like, why are you here? Are you here to because you love pizza? Are you here because you have something to give to the community? Or are you here to, you know, get likes from people that aren't even part of the community? Because I find that when my pizzas are the most liked, I'm starting to see all these likes on my page. And I'm like, I don't know who any of you are. And then <laughs> I look on like you could see the insights and I want to thank Matt for that because like I was completely clueless. I didn't even know how to see insights at first. I was seeing that actually like maybe if I was lucky, 10% of my friends were seeing my post. That's to me that I rather my friends see my post and talk to them about my post because I'm trying to communicate something. I, my, I, I, I like to take the time. I, I like writing. So I like to take the time to say something in my post. And a lot of times these random people, they don't, they're just looking at pictures and I don't, that's not my goal. My goal is to make a connection. So the other day, um, there was a 15 year old girl who, um, started posting on uni and she started following me and stuff. And like, I, we made a connection. I was so happy to see that she was getting into pizza making. For me, that was just super cool. That's what it's about. And that was on a pizza that didn't get that many likes. And to me, building a friendship is the most important thing. And I think if people keep that in mind, not to get, ignore the likes, ignore the, how many followers you have. I actually, <laughs> I feel like I was closer to some people actually when I was smaller because I had more time. So I'm not in a rush to grow. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm in a rush to have fun. I want to have fun. That's my purpose. I, I So, I mean, if I get to 10,000, 15,000, what does that mean? Like, does that change me as a person? No, I, I, if anything, it might make it harder for me to have as, you know, these great relationships t to spend as much time with individuals that I, I really, I truly love. <laughs> oh my goodness. My mind is like just firing right now. I'm like nodding my head. If you're just listening to this on audio, like seriously, everything you're spitting is truth. And it's about the close connections, right? Um, that you make. Because like, yeah, it's just a number, but how many people are you really impacting? Are you just showing up on the for you page uh, because your photo had a lot of lighting that day and Instagram was like, oh, bam, let me show this off because people will like it. And of those 6,000 people that do like it, how many of them are really going to contribute back and forth to that cycle of positivity that we were talking about earlier? Absolutely. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite things are when people reach out to me and they're like, your tutorial helped me so, so much. I, you know, I love your recipe. My wife said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only allowed to use your recipe. <laughs> like that's the stuff it's all about. It, it, and it's funny, my, my most liked post is probably my least favorite post, believe it or not. Uh, it, it, it actually makes me upset in some ways when I see people continuing to like it because that was just a pizza. Like, and I'm sure some people feel this way too, is like sometimes you feel like you should post if you hadn't posted in a while. So I just threw up a margarita pizza up there and, you know, and I guess it just got lucky, I guess, with some robots out there. But yeah, that... That's not my most proud post. Yeah. Just having that intent as you were talking about earlier, right? It's like, why are you getting on the app? Why are you making pizza? Why are you waking up today in the morning? Um, is is because you have intent and you have something to get done. And I kind of want to touch more about that because that to me is important, right? It's important when it comes to balancing your life, time management, running a business, making pizza, Talk to me more about like how you set intent for yourself. Like I said, I like to have a list of things I have to get done, um, whether that's work, um, things for family here at home. Um, but 
like if we're talking about Instagram, it's about posting something I think is going to contribute to the community, something I discovered. Um, it's funny. Um, I'm an uni ambassador and uni basically invited people to do um, veganary, um, which is, a I think, a bigger UK holiday than like an American thing. But uh, they wanted people to make vegan pizzas. I, my first, you know, I was like, vegan? And if you do tell most people, they're like, they think vegan cheese. And I haven't had the best experience with vegan cheese. But you know what? I decided to challenge myself to make some vegan pizzas. And holy cow, guys, I actually discovered a lot about vegan pizzas and can taste really, really delicious. I actually looked for inspiration back into my Sicilian heritage, you know, and I took Sfinchoni and I turned it into a vegan pizza. So it was basically tomatoes, olives, breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs on pizza. Like you see potatoes now, like that's a big thing on pizza. Breadcrumbs. It's amazing on pizza. I hope people are actually more open-minded after that because I was saying, hey, look, this is one of my favorite pizzas ever. And it's vegan. That was my intent. My intent was to share, to share what I learned. Talk about how people can come up with that framework themselves. Like you clearly know what you want. How can people who are maybe indecisive or don't know what they want or just are overwhelmed kind of focus it more and be more um, intentional in their life? I mean, if you're a brand new pizza maker, I think maybe you can use Instagram as a way to show your journey. And it's amazing how helpful people want to be. So show your show your pizza, say, this is what I would like to achieve. This is my the, some of the problems I had. And th- you could grow with it. So your intent as a new pizza maker could be to grow as a pizza maker. Um, for more experienced pizza makers, maybe you want to try something different. So try something different. Put it out there. Post it. Talk about your experience. Um, let people know. If maybe it didn't go well, share that. Um, and you'd be surprised. Like, okay, maybe if it's not the most beautiful pizza in the world, maybe, you know, it won't get so many likes or maybe it will. But focus on those those comments. I think some, a lot of people on Instagram, um, I'm sure in every community, you're missing out a little bit if you're not looking, really reading those comments because a lot of people are there's some awesome people out there who are giving amazing comments. And that is my favorite, that feedback. And I, you know, time management, again, when I have time, I really try to be thoughtful about my posts or at least show support. And that's what's so awesome about the pizza community here. They're so supportive. You're spot on for kind of putting out those questions for you, for yourself and for for people reaching out to you. And I also want to comment on reading the comments and the and let me add the description are underrated. And I just want to say it was Ben from Mushy Peas who said, yeah, I I love reading the comments. And I mean, sorry, the description and just really understanding what this pizza maker is saying. And I think after that conversation with him, I was like, oh, I need to do a better job of that. Right. Because like a post is so wholesome. And there are so many things to it and you can really get a lot from just taking a moment versus scrolling so fast and so quick. Yeah, I think we fall into that trap because, you know, like you said, we don't always have the time to read the descriptions, but there are if you if you read try it to read at least the first sentence. And I think that should be something people strive to like try to say something in your first sentence to make people want to continue reading. Cause I find the people who capture my attention the most are people who, you know, that first sentence comes out, like they, they're reaching out. If you see people trying to reach out, that's someone that you want to, to support. That's someone you want to take that time to read description. If they're just going to say, oh, Margarita Monday. I mean, yeah, that not everyone has the time to write, you know, a huge, huge write-up. But I, if I see someone took the time to really say something, I want to take the time to listen to what they have to say. I, I, you know, because I, I hope some people, you know, I know some people are definitely, you know, reading my posts, commenting. And that means the world to me. And I want to pay that back. And you know what? I learned so much. So, you know, forget about being nice. Like, obviously, I'd love for everybody to be nice to each other. But you are going to grow as a person and a pizza maker. I promise you, take, take a little extra time 
and be inspired by other people. That's the best way to grow. By learning from other people, you grow exponentially. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I became, as much as I learned from my grandfather and I feel like that was a big advantage, I feel like I've grown so much more since joining the pizza um, community on Instagram. And I want to I take that time to thank everybody who's listening to this that, you know, does support me. I really appreciate it, guys. And you've taught me so much. Oh, I agree. This uh, pizza life has impta- impacted me so greatly. I want to talk about your just bread baking and your sourdough, but also, you know, what are some of the questions that you get asked most and maybe clarify some of those here for the listeners? I get most often asked about recipes. Like people are always just, they just want recipes. Um, so I do, I, I, you know, I give them my recipes because I, I have no problem sharing my recipes. I love it when people use my recipes, especially since some of them were, you know, originally from my grandfather and that just kind of like lets his legacy, you know, live on. But um, other questions are like if they're having problems with their pizza making, sometimes their dough might be too sticky. So we work on that. Um, that goes back to what kind of ingredients do you have? Like, I think a lot of people take flour for granted. I think it's been discussed on here. I know um, Pizza Club, I don't, if that's another um, good place to be, um, you can learn a lot there, but that's discussed there. Flour is an important ingredient, especially when we're talking about Neapolitan pizza, because you only have flour, yeast, water, and salt. So we're talking about, it's a major component of pizza. So the flour you use is going to dictate how much water you could use. You know, I think people get too caught up. Like I, I, I almost feel a little responsible because I do tend to use high hydration. And I do not want people to think that you can't make good pizza with lower hydration. You you absolutely can. And you should start with a lower hydration if you're new to pizza making. Because if you start too high, and this is bread making too, if you start with too high of a hydration, the dough is really difficult to handle. It's, it's sticky. Um, I had a woman from Australia reach out to me about a bread recipe. And, you know, again, this was early on and you just make assumptions that maybe people just, when they're asking for recipes, they have experience. And she leaves me this video on my private messages that she took of herself. I wish I, I don't, it just erased itself. I wish I could have kept it, but oh my goodness, the poor woman, she was so, ups, you know, so upset. She's like, this is a mess. I, it's just, I, I, this is not a bread dough. It's just, it's it just an absolute disaster and mess in, in her Australian accent. And you know, she was so panicked and I, with the time difference, I wasn't there for her. So I felt horrible and she threw it out, <laughs> no. which I have to say, that's another thing I'd like to discuss is there really are very few instances where you should be throwing out dough. Um, like if <laughs> here's my SOS, like if you're about to throw out dough, please contact me. I guarantee you, I will figure out a way that you could use that dough. Like don't throw away dough. We can save it. I'm trying to bring myself back to those earlier days where it was just like I was stressing in the kitchen with high hydration dough and it being sticky. I'm just, is it, is it just the lack of experience? What do you think people need to achieve or overcome uh, to better handle pizza? Um, I guess every situation is unique. So I think, you know, it's all of the above what you said. Uh, For some people, it's experience. Um, For others, it's trying maybe the flour that they're using ingredients. Um, It's, it's, I love how international Instagram is, you know, I'll have people be like, um, there's a friend I made in the Philippines, and she doesn't have access to zero, zero flour. And so we work together to make her pizza recipe work with bread flour. And you can absolutely do that. You you need to make adjustments. Um, and knowing what you have at your disposal can help me help you. Um, so I think some of that is, you know, the ingredients and just exp- experience is probably the number one thing. I think build up to things like it's like with anything in life. Like if you're starting out learning something new, you should start with the basics. So I think for pizza, start with a lower hydration start slow and then maybe add some more water to challenge yourself later on if, that, if that's your intention. But there are plenty of people actually, I'm noticing um, there's a trend on Instagram actually to get like a crisper crust and doing a longer, slower bake. And 
you know, that's, that tends to be a lower hydration as well. And um, it's easier to make a more perfect circle. Like if some people beat themselves up about this perfect circle, I, I like an artisan pizza. I'm not as hung up on always having that perfect circle. So um, if you have lower your hydration, it's going to be easier to make that perfect circle too, if that's a goal for going back to goal setting. I feel like everybody asks for a recipe at the beginning. How do you communicate that it's so your experience with dough making may vary, you know, like as you were saying, you have to assess the situation and, and adjust. I, I, I guess for maybe talking um, from personal experience, that was a concept that was hard for me to understand. Yeah, I think we're all eager and excited to, you know, be in the big leagues, you know, I get it. it. I, <laughs> so, and I love it. I love the enthusiasm. The one thing, you know, I just, caution people is don't get discouraged though. You know, I, I think it's fine to reach for the stars, but if you do have a failure or a setback, don't give up. Like that, that to me would be really sad. So I, I, I so I would encourage people to maybe take it a little slower, but if you want to go for it, go for it, but just know that maybe it won't work out exactly as planned. And if it does, cool, we'll celebrate that. Ooh, that was such a great answer. I, I have to give it to you there. That was perfect. <laughs> That touched me at least because I, yeah, I definitely want to make the most round or most square pizza possible. That's perfect. That, you know, is evenly distributed, but yeah, it, it, it takes time. And as I was kind of telling you in the chat earlier, I'm excited for this, for this like kind of, uh, uh focus on one dough and, and really just kind of trying to master it over time versus like, oh my gosh why isn't it freaking, why does it look kind of triangular today? <laughs> you know, it's enjoying the process and enjoying the little things. And I feel like that's how uh, I'm going to be able to find happiness consistently and every time with pizza. Um, but I know that's not a problem for you. Cause I remember one of your quotes is like, I think that was, you know what? It was Miriam. Okay. Miriam She's was awesome. Like, I, you know, I, Miriam's awesome. So if you're going to associate me with Miriam, yay. <laughs> I, you know, she, she, I, I'm inspired by her constantly. So yeah, the shout out to Miriam with the Zah report. You're awesome. Yeah. I got to shout her out. Cause like I was watching something from her on uni yesterday and she was like, after you eat every pizza, smile because you just ate a pizza. And I'm like, whether it's good or bad. And I was like, yo, I mess with that. And it's just uh, kind of what like we were going, uh, what we were talking about is just, you know, finding the happiness in the little things. Absolutely. I, yeah, I feel like Miriam is one of those people too that, you know, she deserves so many kudos for really bringing positivity to the pizza community, always smiling, always giving back. And uh, yeah, she's, she's wonderful. Speaking of just amazing women, let's talk about the amazing women that we will be celebrating this month on Women's Pizza Month. Maybe you can give a, a bit of a background, um, a recap and what your goals and intentions are uh, for this Instagram community holiday. Uh, I'm just so excited about it. Like, uh, it's hard to sit still. I'm that, I'm that excited. Um, let me first start with talking about what Women's Pizza Month is. It's the world's biggest pizza party. That's how I want people to look at it. It's about having fun. It's about celebrating half the world's population, but the entire population, the entire world is invited. And you can't get more, you know, inclusive than that. So, you know, listeners, you're invited. So now I'm going to tell you what it's about. What we're, we want to see is we want to see pizza makers make a pizza and dedicate it to a woman that inspires them. And I have to imagine that most people have at least one woman, you know, that they could think of that they want to make a pizza for that inspires them. And what's really, really cool about that is we learn a lot. It's a, it's a community builder. We learn a lot about the pizza maker because they're a unique person who's inspiring them is a unique person. And, you know, the pizza itself 
is going to be unique. So here we are, we're sharing a little bit about ourselves. We're learning about a new person, a new woman in their lives. Um, if you look at last year, we had pizzas that were dedicated to women who changed history, who changed the world. We had pizzas that were dedicated to women that just maybe changed that individual in one, in that individual in one small way. Um, and then we had pizzas that were dedicated to women who were just too cool not to shout out. You know, each pizza was very unique. So we're asking people to make a pizza dedicated to women and then tag Women's Pizza Month. Um, if you want to tag me, that'd be great. And what's also cool is I have Jenna from the Juliet Mike helping me. And I'm super, super excited to have her helping me this year. She's a talented pizza maker. I absolutely love her. She's got some of the best, um, you know, the best attitude, best She's, her work ethic is unrivaled. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time keeping up with her, <laughs> but I'm just super, super, super excited to have her on. She's super enthusiastic. She's excited to be hosting with me. I think she's going to bring a lot of energy and positivity to this pizza party. So anyone that's listening to this, you're invited. You're personally invited by me, and I'm sure Jenna would also want to invite you guys as well. We want you to make that pizza, and we want to see it, and we want to celebrate. We want to build this community. And I think this is going to be a great way to get to know you better. And I hope new people come to the party. Um, everybody's, like I said, is invited. Oh, that's a great intro. And, and maybe you can um, give us uh, an example of maybe a pizza that you made last year and, and who you dedicated it to and why. Yeah, um, I highlighted a whole bunch of women. Actually, I just, you know, I, I dedicated a pizza to Miriam, who we discussed. Uh, we had um, Nicole Russell. Actually, I'll bring up her pizza because you had recently interviewed um, her on the podcast. She's awesome. Um, I I knew about Nicole Russell. Like I thought she was absolutely amazing, but. What I like to do for Women's Pizza Month, um, I did it last year and I'm going to do it again, is I like to highlight and feature different women pizza makers on my grid. And um, to do that, I take some time to research and learn a little bit more about them. And through that process, I've learned so many cool things about these women. You know, like Nicole Russell had a feature on Food and Wine magazine where she made this pizza where she... It was a tribute to her country, of her, of her background um, from being from Jamaica, her family's from Jamaica, and she made the pizza look like the flag of Jamaica. And so here she's bringing in brand new flavors, introducing the community to flavors from her background, and also, you know, being very creative by incorporating the colors of her country as a tribute. And so I, I made that pizza. And part of the Part of what I like to do is by creating these pizzas that are not mine, they're, they're these women pizza makers, a lot of people don't know them. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll be able to capture people's attention. And we were talked about reading the description. Maybe they'll read the description and be like, oh, that's not your pizza. Oh, wait, that's Nicole Russell's pizza. Who's Nicole Russell? Oh, I want to learn more about Nicole. She's really cool. You know, let me go give her a follow or let me go support her business. You know, th that that to me is what this is about. So I highlighted a whole bunch of women. Um, Audrey Sherman from Audrey Jane um, Pizzeria. Like, she is a, so cool. Like, I watched a video with her where she was showing people how she makes grandma pizzas. And I learned she's just such a wealth of knowledge. And I learned so much from researching her and watching videos about her and Again, I wrote a, I made a pizza. I hope it captured someone's attention and that they took the time to read about this person. And maybe, you know, that that's the goal. The goal is to maybe just feature these women that people didn't know about. And at the same time, it stays with the theme of celebrating women. But my intention is to, I'm inspired by these pizza makers. So my intention is to feature and um, show people who I'm inspired by. And they happen to be women pizza makers. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing your intention there. And yeah, the women pizza makers in our community are so amazing, so talented, hardworking. And I definitely agree that having a month to celebrate them is like the very least that we can do. Right. Absolutely. And 
how did you kind of think about this, this event? Um, because it, it was much needed. Yeah, it, it was women's international day was coming up and it, it, it just, you know, we have national pizza day, we have national ice cream day and here we do, here we have just one international, you know, women's day. And it, it just did not seem like enough. So I was, I was thinking to myself, like, is there any way that we can make this bigger, you know, and, and, and global in that we, you know, cause we, we have to remember women make up 50% of the population. It's, and they, they contribute so, so much, you know, like, and, and it really, I guess, frustrated me a little bit that when you hear people talk about who their favorite pizza makers are, or just pizza makers they've heard of, like oftentimes, you know, and, and it's, I don't think it's intentional, but oftentimes women's names aren't coming up. And, you know, like for me, you know, like when I think about like, the, like super exciting pizza makers, you know, you know, I, I do think about women, you know, I like I'll, you know, I'll draw out Sarah Minnick. Like, I feel like she's probably the most influential pizza maker out there. I think she's probably, even if you don't know you've been influenced by her, you probably have, if you put anything seasonal on your pizza, that whole idea about being seasonal with your pizza and, you know, being creative with seasonal ingredients. Like I really, I, I want to thank her for that. Cause I know she had a big influence on me and really, you know, exploring different flavors and trying to be seasonal because that's important to me and trying to use local ingredients. And she's the best at that, like absolute best. Like if you don't know Sarah Minnick, you know, go do your homework, you'll learn a lot. Like she's absolutely amazing. So yeah, I want, when, when you think about women that, you know, pizza makers, or you think about pizza makers in general, some of the best ones, I, I hope after Women's Pizza Month, you know, maybe at least one woman will pop into your head that that would be a big goal you know a, a big win for me if people start thinking about that mm, okay that's a great answer and so for the listener that's listening right now what do what else do you want them to get out of this learning more about women making a pizza dedicating it to them what more should they do to take away from this experience or also what should they do to get the most out of this experience? Okay. Well, the number one, the most important thing is have fun. Like it's a party mm. after all, it's a pizza party. Pizza is one of the most loved foods in the world. And I have a feeling that most people listening to this would agree, you know, pizza is awesome. So fun, have fun. That's the number one thing. And you know what? And like I'm doing dedications to women pizza makers. I don't expect most people to do that. Actually, last year, like I said, we had a lot of different people highlighted, um, family members, um, you know, friends, famous people. So I want the people who come to this party, I want them to just think about a woman and what they contributed to their lives and, you know, make a pizza that that's special to you, that's unique to you. And let's get to know you. Let's get to know that woman that inspired or, you know, affected you in a positive way. Mm, I love that. And I think one thing that I love about this month and just your energy and the positivity is that you inspire women to be more public on Instagram pizza making. I think it was uh, us talking the other day about how there are so many women pizza makers out there. They're just not out there publicly. And so this kind of helps bring them to the forefront. Um, but it also gets us as a community to find the pizza makers and, and kind of lift them up and say, Hey, this is your month to shine. Let's put the attention and spotlight on you. Absolutely. Yeah. This is a invitation to everybody, it's an, but it's especially an invitation for more women to come out and party with us. i have to say, you know, that the men in the pizza community are absolutely amazing. People like yourself, there's just so many supportive people out there where I feel like would like to see more women at the party. Like everyone knows when you go to a party, it's more fun when, you know, there's, 
you know, a more diverse group of people there because we all contribute in our own way. So I think women have a lot to contribute. And I think the men appreciate that in the community. And I really want to thank, you know, the men and women of the community who have been supportive of me. So this pizza month, is it really the goal is going to be like, What's cap? You know, I want people. I want to capture people's attention. I want to start. You know, I want to spark their imagination, and I want to help them with their journey. I and if we could bring more women to the party, I think that's going to help all of us become better pizza makers. Because, like I said, we all have something to contribute. And if you if you don't think you have something to contribute, you're wrong. You absolutely do. You just might not know what that is yet. So come join the party. Come party with us. Come to the pizza party. Have fun. I promise that you won't regret it. And, uh, you know, it's a personal guarantee. Reach out to me. I, you know, I'll, I'll welcome you with open arms. If you have questions, concerns, let me know. Heck yeah. And I'm excited for the team that's uh, kind of leading this. Uh, sneak peek. Jenna is going to be on the podcast next week. Awesome. Yeah. And awesome. I'm excited. Yes, uh, for real. And really just having the, the the pleasure and honor to be able to talk to both of you. It's like, I'm super confident in, in essentially the organizers of this. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and I encourage everyone. I'm going to be making hella pizza in March and I'm going to try to dedicate as many as I can uh, possibly make uh, to the women that inspire me. I do one every uh, Monday for podcast guests, but I'm going to throw a couple extra pizzas in there uh, for the month of March just to show support and really give uh, some of the women that I look up to uh, the public uh, appreciation that they deserve. Awesome. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. That means the world to me to have you involved with this. And like I said, everybody is invited. So you're listening to this, you're invited. Come join me and Idra, you know, and Jenna and all of us. You'll see there's, I, you know, I've already reached out to a bunch of people. The feedback on it has been amazing. I think everyone just wants to have fun and party. And, you know, <laughs> we don't need another excuse for a pizza party, but I'm giving you a really, really awesome one in March and it's a month long party. So if you're at Pizza Expo, it's okay because the party's going to continue even after Pizza Expo. So, you know, join us anytime in March, we're going to be here pizza partying. <laughs> Heck yeah. A National Pizza Day was just the other day. And like, I seriously was this close to not eating pizza or making pizza and it was like eight o'clock at night and I've been pretty good at like eating my dinner a little bit earlier so that I can have time to digest before going to sleep I feel like it helps me sleep better but then I was like I felt so much energy today at the end to not participate and eat pizza I felt like I was a I was doing a disservice to myself in the community. So I made pizza at like eight or 9 PM and I smashed that thing. And I was just like, yo, this, I might regret this, but I might not. We're good. It's, it's a reason to party. Absolutely. It's funny. The next day, I think a lot of people felt similarly to you. Like I saw a lot of posts that people were like, wow, you know, I, I, I missed out on national pizza day, but then they party the next day. That's the thing about um, Instagram and our pizza community. It's always a pizza party. So, you Heck know, yeah. in March, we're just going to celebrate women with pizza. So it's that will be the theme for March. But come to Instagram, join the pizza party, join the pizza community. I promise you it's a great place to be. And like we're saying, we'd love to see more women there. But um, the guys are awesome, too. So, it, you know, men, women, come join us. You know. Let's just make this party bigger and better and more fun. I'm with it. Oh, I'm excited. And this is going to be so much fun. I encourage everyone to participate. If you, we haven't convinced you already, I'm sure Chrissy has. Um, and, and yeah, this is going to be a party. So look out for that. Absolutely. Before I ask my two final questions that I always ask on the show, um, what is next for Real Clever Food? Um, what is your plan, your goal, or your intention uh, moving forward? Um, I think my goals are constantly changing, but the the biggest goal I always have is to keep learning. Like I, I want to continue to learn and grow both as a pizza maker and a person. But also I think it's important to me to 
keep my options open. Like I'm open to all kinds of possibilities. I would actually love to do more with pizza because I, I just love it that much. So, um, you know, I'm open to opportunities with that. I want to give back to the community more. Like I'm proud of how much I give back to community. And I don't just mean like in teaching, like teaching people how to make pizza, but I mean, in actually doing charity work, I would like to give more back to the community. Um, like I said, with pizza making and also just in general, just give back. So yeah, those are my goals. My goals are to just give back as much as I can, learn as much as I can and be open to new opportunities. I don't know really what all those opportunities will be, but um, I'm excited about the endless possibilities. There are endless possibilities with pizza for sure. And there are a lot of opportunities out there. And I, I definitely think uh, you are someone who has put in the work to make yourself, um, you know, ready for those opportunities. I feel like, you know, you are, you've gotten this ambassador uh, status with Uni. And like I said, in, in the last chat that we had together, you are someone who deserves it. Um, and I honestly am excited to see what other opportunities are out there for you. I want to see you continue growing. I want to see your impact both on a, you know, charitable side and, uh, helping other pizza makers, uh, growing side. And, you know, I, I really want to see you kind of flourish and, and, and help as many people as you can through pizza. I'm excited for that. Thank you. Yeah. I'd really like that. And I, and also I, I want to, you know, give a shout out to Uni because they have been so supportive of my journey and of so many other people. Like they've been giving back so much to the community. If you'll see that they're constantly donating to all these charities, like you'll see that they're just always giving back when you can. And they've been very supportive of, um, of Women's Pizza Month. They're actually going to be doing some features um, on their site. And I'm just really, really excited. It, it feels good when your values are reflected by a company that, you know, that you supported. Like I was not an ambassador when I bought my first pizza oven. And you know, I, I love my uni oven and that's the truth. Like I don't, you'll never see ever. And I think that's how I built trust. You'll never see something on my grid, on my post that I will tell you to buy or that I like if I don't like it. I am very honest. Like that's important to me. Honesty and integrity is super important to me. So to have those shared values with uni and for them to support me and to be able to work with them as an ambassador, that feels really good. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm proud to be an uni ambassador. And it's funny, a lot of people often ask me, how do you become an ambassador? My, my intention was never to become an ambassador. I'm really glad to be one. But the best way to be an ambassador is to be your best self, be a good community member and have fun. Like, I think that's something that, you know, uni likes people you know, having fun. They want to see people just have, you know, sharing the joy of pizza. Um, they're very big on community. So join the community, become a part of the community, you know, and have fun and make pizza and find a joy in it. That's, that's my advice to everyone. Just, just have fun. Don't worry about, you know, the likes, don't worry about becoming an ambassador, like just have fun. It all will fall into place. I promise. I love it. Um, what is one mistake that people can avoid in pizza business or life? Um, you can touch on something that we've touched on already, or you can bring up something new that, you know, we haven't discussed. Yeah. I, I feel like with pizza, you know, it's, it's very, very personal. I, I, I think people need to realize that I think they're more likely to grow as a pizza maker if they look at pizza that way. It's it's something personal. Like what I like is not necessarily what you're going to like. So don't let other people dictate that. Like be proud of your pizza. If you like your pizza burnt, it doesn't matter if I like burnt pizza. It doesn't matter what that person said on your comments. If you ate that pizza and you enjoyed that pizza, share that pizza. You know, it, yes. it, you really need to 
stop. I think this is anything in life. Stop worrying about what other people think and just be happy and find your joy. Find, find what makes you happy. And like there, I guarantee, and because I, like I was saying, the pizza community is such a great place. And there, there are so many people in this world, you know, don't worry about the bad ones, the good ones. You'll find them. I promise you they're out there. I'm so glad we had this second conversation uh, because you are speaking to me and you're speaking to a lot of people. I think, you know, when it comes down to it, we stress about the little things. It's a natural instinct to compare, you know, it's part part of evolution. If if that's what you believe in to fit in with the crowd. Um, And really it's like, yeah, you can do all of that too, but it, it shouldn't make you unhappy um, to kind of succumb to the pressure of wanting to look good or, you know, why can't my pizza look like Christie's? It's, it's natural, but definitely, as you've stated here, it's just, it's about having fun. And I, I love that this, it's a recurring theme on this podcast and it's a constant reminder because we as individuals need that reminder when we're flooded with all of this media that makes us, that can make us feel less uh, than what we truly are. Uh, it's, it's helpful and enlightening to hear it from someone like you who truly lives it. So thank you. Oh yeah. I, I think it's human. It's human to want to belong and, you know, it, it, it's okay. You know, we all struggle. I'm, I'm not going to pretend that there aren't days where I, you know, I struggle to feel like I belong. But I, I have to say that, again, we're going back to the pizza community. As you can see, I, I really love you guys. You know, there's just, you know, that, that if we could be a community and be there for each other, that, you know, that I think is going to help a lot with that. And hopefully Women's Pizza Month will be as positive and as amazing it was last year and more so. I think if we continue to try to do things that build community and like I said, like that brings us together, that shows our similarities instead of our differences. I think, I think that's what we really should be focusing on is how are we similar? And I think a recurring theme here in the pizza community is our love and passion for pizza. So whether you're a man or a woman, whatever your background is here in the pizza community, we all share that same love and joy of pizza. And that's really what I hope we could start focusing more on and instead not be a competition because Women's Pizza Month is not a competition. I want to make that clear. It's a pizza party. It's a fun pizza party. And that's that's only requirement. The only requirement is everybody's invited, but you have to you have to be willing to have fun and enjoy pizza. That that's it. That's that's the only requirement. <laughs> but it's a requirement. Oh yes. And uh, my final question: What do you want to leave the audience with today? Let's party. <laughs> Let's make March uh, the biggest and best pizza party that the world has ever seen. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> Christy. Thank you so, so much for your time. Typically, I feel like sometimes I'm the psychologist listening to the patient on these conversations, but this time it was nice to be able to talk things out with you. Thank you for all that you do for this community. And thank you so much for highlighting all of these amazing women through Women's Pizza Month. I'm lucky to be able to call you a friend And I can't wait to see your journey continue. To you, the listener, get your dough ready. Whether it's sourdough or yeasted, start making pizza for this party. But before you do that, please join me in thanking Christy for her time here on the podcast. You can reach her at Real Clever Food on IG. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes, along with some other important links. I'm not going to ask for anything else other than get out there and make pizza for Women's Pizza Month and post it. Have a great freaking day. I love you. Till next time. Peace.